Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounced from the Roadhouse, we're going to talk about somebody trying to carjack grandma. Also, skin jackets. They're for sale. Summer's dream wedding, laminated eyebrows, and so much more. Please subscribe while you're here. Leave us some stars and a review. Also, follow us on Facebook. Search for The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. And find all of our shenanigans on TikTok, The Roadhouse Show. Bounce from the Roadhouse! What a horrible idea! Do you guys know what carjacking is? Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in Arizona where it's it happens every day. It's crazy. Weird. Where pe- people sneak up behind you and try to steal your car. Yeah. I- I've often fantasized about it. Really? Somebody coming and trying to hijack my car. Because <laughs> yeah. I just feel like then I can have like, I can beat them up, you know? And it's like nobody's going to be mad that I beat somebody up, you know? Yeah. Or, or let them take it and then you can just claim it. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That too. Exactly. I've often fantasized about somebody stealing my 07 Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they bring it back. They circle the block, come back. Never mind. Uh, no Move thanks. on to the next car. <laughs> Sucker. That's so funny. How's that for you? There's a woman in this neighborhood, and everybody calls her grandma. Well, last Friday, she was on her way to get her chemo treatment. Oh, my God. When this 15-year-old boy tried to carjack her. Okay, <laughs> He walked up to her, demanded her keys, saying he had a gun. But grandma did not care, just like the honey badger. Then he grabbed her hand. And you guys, they started brawling. Whoa. What? This 15-year-old kid was fighting with Grandma, and she won. Here's what she told the news. You walked up talking about, give me your keys, I got a gun. And I said, baby, you better shoot me because you're not taking my car today. He pushed me to the door, and I got up, and I grabbed him and was hitting him and fighting him. And I said, you're not going to take my car, youngin'. And they all came out to help me, and he ran across the street, and that's when they caught him. And I said, oh, you going to jail today. On 22nd Street, he must didn't know where he was. (laughs) Imagine looking out your living room window and seeing this all go down. Oh, yeah. My grandma would do the same thing. Not today, Junior. You know, that's awesome. Moms are scary, but grandmas are even scarier. Oh, yeah. Well, they got that granny strength. It's like a whole nother level. Yeah. They've been through a couple generations. Yeah. And then they, what's in their purse, you know? Like, Uh holy cow. Everything. Mints from the 70s. Checkbooks. Get hit with that thing. Yeah, they actually have checkbooks still. You know, big wallets and uh, the wallop you with. All the makeup. Yeah, her Mary Kay makeup. Mm-hmm. The curlers they took out on the drive to wherever they're going. Yeah, don't mess with Grandma. The past few weeks, we've been taking in some applicants online for the Road to Destruction Redneck Wedding. Mm-mm-mm. And we've finally chosen the couple, mm-hmm. and it's time to give them a call. Yeah, if they're willing. What if, they, what if we call them and they're like, uh, we were kidding. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. We, ha- we have a top three. Oh, so okay, good. We can go on. Let's it go. happens every year. Well, yeah, so I'd like, be shocked if it doesn't We had like 20-some people enter. This yeah. is hard to narrow it down. It was. Okay. I'm excited. Let's do it. Hello, this is Michael. Hi, Michael. This is Amy, Brandon, and Summer from the Roadhouse. Yeah. And we have chosen you and Tiffany to be our redneck couple to get married at the Road to Destruction Tour Monster Truck Show. Really? Yes. How do you feel about that? Uh, that that's that's interesting. That'd be that's cool. Do you think <laughs> Tiffany would be on board as well? I will have to give her a call. But let's give her a call. What is she at work? Let's call her at work. 
Uh, she is on her way to work right now. Can you call her on three-way? Let's party line that lady. I sure can. One second. Let's do it. I can't wait to find out what she says. <laughs> Surprise. You get yeah. married. <laughs> Next weekend. <laughs> what? What? Hi. Yes, sir. Hello? Tiffany, hello. It's Amy Brandon and Summer from the Roadhouse, and we want we want to get you married. Oh, yes. That is awesome. So Michael, oh my gosh, I'm excited. So Michael and Tiffany, you're okay with getting yes. married March 4th at the Road to Destruction Monster Truck Show? Yes. Woohoo! Yes. We're getting married. Let's go. I'm so excited for yes. you guys. Is it cool if after a legit wedding we fly you guys to Vegas? Is that cool? Oh yes. All yeah. right. Definitely. It'll be fun. Are you two engaged already? Yes. Not yet. Oh. Well, we are. No, we are. We just haven't set a date or anything. Well, now you have a date. Yes. March 4th. That's next right, weekend. Birthday present for me. Birthday present? Yeah, well, well, my birthday is March 9th, so. We're excited. Well, so we will take care of everything. You're going to get rings. You're going to get, uh, obviously, a legit wedding. You're going to get some pictures. You're going to get some flowers, all that stuff. Okay. There's no flowers, but there's cake. Oh, my bad. There might be a flower on the cake. I don't know. There's going to be a monster truck on the cake. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well, we're so excited. It's time to start planning. Paul and Megan from last year, they're going to be there as well to give you some, you know, marriage advice and redneck wedding advice. Oh. Redneck Bob, he's going to be the one marrying you. Yeah, which is actually Stitch from Hot 93.1. His alter ego is Redneck Bob. Thank you. Last right. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. You're welcome. We love you guys. Love you. Love you. Love you. Thank okay. you. Michael, do you love us? Of course. We're getting married! Yeah, let's go! We're getting married. Yeehaw! Yeehaw. All right, have a great day. Congratulations. See you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. We did it. It's marked in stone. It's official. We have our redneck couple that's going to get married this weekend. That's so exciting. Michael and Tiffany getting married at the Road to Destruction Tour. Wow. I'm so happy for them. I am too. They're excited. I think it's awesome. What a better place to get married. I mean, seriously. It really is. And that brings us to the topic of our Roadhouse 5 today, guys. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Top five unusual places to get married. Shall I go first? Always. Number five. The bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if you're in the middle of your vows and somebody flushes the toilet? <laughs> or sprays the potpourri. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the timed mist goes off. Ooh. Ugh. Oh, cinnamon. Number four, a cemetery. <laughs> Ooh, that's, uh, that's bad juju. <laughs> yeah. Number three, the mall. Ooh. Yeah. Could you imagine being in the food court and somebody's late yelling, number five, your pizza's ready. <laughs> <laughs> or some snot-nosed kid gets on the merry-go-round thing. <laughs> Dear Dilly, beloved, we are gathered here today. <laughs> Janitor cleaning up the tables. <laughs> <laughs> number two, the dog park. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of number two. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of number twos around, even though they're supposed to pick it up. All over the train of your dress. Ugh. People are there, and they don't know what's going on. And so their great dame comes up and sniffs the bride's butt right in the middle of, do you take Bill to be your lawfully wedded husband? And then you got grandma sitting in the chair over there, half asleep. Dog comes up and pees on her. Oh, 
Marcus territory. Not a good place. Grandma can't ever leave now. And finally, number one of top five unusual places to get married at a funeral. Ooh. You know, if you're waiting for that person to become single, you know. Might as well grab them while you can. Is that Fresh. like the equivalent of like when the when the groom doesn't want to get married to so move on to the best man? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. So Michael and Tiffany are going to be getting married at the Road to Destruction Tour this weekend. We're very excited for our redneck couple and their redneck wedding. So that's got us on the topic of unusual places to get married. And Summer is not married currently. No, I'm not married. No. And she shared her dream wedding. Yes. So apparently I read somewhere that you can go to Colorado Springs, Colorado, and there's a beautiful place called Garden of the Gods. And you can go out there and you can have your dog be your witness to your Mm. wedding. So you don't have to bring any other people, just your dog and the person who's going to marry you. Mm. And it's really cute because instead of having your witnesses sign your marriage certificate, you get a paw print instead oh isn't that just adorable i think it's adorable yeah and if i were to ever get married again that's where we're gonna have to do it at casey yeah yeah come on casey let's go to colorado springs this weekend (laughs) well yeah i mean might as well we're knocking one wedding out let's get another one yeah let's just keep going yeah we're gonna gonna be in the mood for another one yes it's gonna be so much fun this week love is in the air (laughs) i mean i could see that wedding going really good but then again it might be kind of rough (laughs) it's time for tv theme songs currently brandon holds the belt this is where i play a little clip of a tv theme song and they have to guess it first and brandon is wearing the belt around his wrist yes i am (laughs) are you ready for the first one guys bring it on oh i know oh this is uh what is it that 70s show oh good job brandon Ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. Classic. Good job. One point for Brandon. On to the next. Let's go, champion. Oh, I know. This is Bewitched. Good job. Oh, yeah. Wow, you guys are quick today. Oh, yeah. You guys have been studying, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Bewitched is one of my favorites because she does that thing with her nose. This. Yes, you do it. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. all about this show. This is good childhood memories. If they ever remake this show, Summer, you should audition. I think so. Yeah. yeah. You are a, a movie star. You oh, could yes. be the witch. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we'll take a little break. Come back, do two more. You guys in? So in. I'm not sure we're ready for this, but it's that day. It's Monday. Every Monday we check in on our New Year's resolutions and how that's going. How's it going? Good. Super. Yeah. I'm a nail in mine. I don't know where you guys are at, but I'm killing it. So how's the pro- procrastination going? Good. Tree's been gone for a while. Basement's been flooded, so I've been working on that. It's pretty much taking up most of my time. And I also eat away my stress, so my diet's been great. <laughs> <laughs> how's the no vaping going? Yeah, well, not great, but it'll get better eventually. I know it will. But the picture taking is going fabulously. Mm. Good. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Amy? Um, well, the exercise, I'm conquering that, but mm-hmm. the diet is like, womp, womp. Mm. So it's Monday. It's a new week. We're going to start out fresh here. Here's my thing is I'm like, who starts New Year's resolutions in January? Everybody, right? And that's dumb. You know, 
actually March. Sounds like a great time to start a New Year's resolution. Well, true. I mean, hey, let's get into that March time. You know, it's warmer weather, no more cuffing season, it's not cold, no more Netflix and chilling. Let's get after it. You know, that's that's where I'm at. I'm with Brandon. Yeah, I agree completely. Might sound like procrastination, but it's not. We're back. Time for more TV theme songs. Currently, you guys are tied 1-1. This one's going to be tough. You might want to get ready. You might fight over this one. Going down, Brandon. Um. Oh. Uh, Ooh, this that's, is, that's this is The Simpsons. Oh, good job. I kept waiting for it to say The Simpsons. So did I. I cut it out. Oh, smart. Because, um, you know. Uh, yeah. That wouldn't be too bright. (laughs) So Brandon's leading summer. He is. He got that one because it didn't say The Simpsons, so I didn't know. Two to one currently. What will happen next, Uh, folks? Can I have this belt size to my size, please? (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a tough one, guys. Oh, okay, I know. Uh, You know this? Yeah, I know this. like Clifford the Big Red Dog. Is that your final answer? (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea what this is. Hey, hey. Sing it for us. Sing it for us. No, Come but, on. but this is Arthur. Oh! Nice job! The cartoon! Yeah. You know what this means? Wow. You guys are tied. Yes. So now we need a tiebreaker movie theme. <clears throat> tiebreaker movie theme. One <laughs> man, one woman, their desire to wear the belt. Hmm. Let's ring in some bells. This is a tough one. Think back to when you were a kid. Okay. Sal Bambi? No. Wait, like when you were a kid or when we Listen. were kids? Peter Pan. Do you need a clue? Yes, I'm getting Little Mermaid vibes, though. I'm um, Reese's Pieces. What? Oh, this is E.T. Woo! Summer takes the belt back! Hell, the Reese's Pieces got to do with E.T. Is that e. what he liked? E.T. loved Reese's Pieces. Yeah, that's pieces. what they fed him in the closet and to get him out, I like right? how you said, back to your childhood. Me and Summer weren't alive when this movie Yes, came. you oh were. <laughs> I mean, like, what is going on here? When did E.T. Oh, my gosh, I can't type. E.T. come out. Of the closet? 1982. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't born Sorry, yet. Sorry, we weren't born yet. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Remember, joke. we're in our thirties. You were born. He was born. Was yeah, not born. He to... was born. I'm going to send you to ET. 1982. You, you are ET. You're ET. Let's talk about TV. But first, I want to share a little story <laughs> about Paramount Plus. <laughs> I have the app, and Summer has the app, but she didn't have the subscription. So I'm like, oh, I'll just give you my sign in. And so we kept going on there, and we're like, oh, we've watched all the episodes. There's nothing new yet. I wonder when they're going to come out with a new episode. But this whole time, Summer's been watching the new episodes, and it's been showing that we've watched them. So we're like, there's nothing new. And then I would come to work, and you guys would talk about 1923, and I'm like, there's no new episodes. You guys must be way behind. But turns out, I'm way behind. Or I was. <laughs> That's what was so funny because we were talking about it and you're like, I don't remember that. And we're yeah. like, what? <laughs> you haven't watched it. And she, you're like, no, I've watched every episode. No, I don't think you have. 
Turns out I haven't. Yeah. So we binge watched as much as we could. Oh, okay. I didn't get to watch the new episode yesterday. Oh, me neither. Yeah, me neither. Oh, so we're st- we're all on the same episode. Well, because now. I was kind of waiting for you, and I was kind of like, all right, let's all get on the same page. And I didn't watch last night because I was thinking you were still in episode two or three or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I wonder if Summer and I are going to watch it at the same time on my app. Ooh, I'll text you. you. <laughs> yeah. How about you watch it first and then I'll watch it. Okay. Yeah. You watch it first. That's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, Spencer's got to be back here pretty soon, don't you think? I mean, I the poor so. fellow's been traveling for a long time. And first of all, can we just say that one, he's hot. His real name's Brandon. Is yeah, it? it sure is, because all Brandons are hot. Two, three, wherever I'm at here. The other thing is, is watching their little love scapade, mm-hmm. it's cute. Oh, I love it. How'd that last episode end, though? They're eating at some weird restaurant, and she's like, well, you should get this. You should, oh, I've traveled, and I know a lot of things. And there, he's like, oh, that's weird. It ended with her running into her, all of the people she left, her yes. ex-fiance. Yes. It's like, what's oh, about no. to go down in Cat Town? Some drama. Some drama's about to go down. Do you down. think he's going to... This is what I'm thinking. I haven't seen episode eight. Don't have a clue. Here's what I'm thinking. She stays. They kind of separate. And he goes back to night, the, the regular in, in Montana, and he's mad, right? Because he's single. He's out of love. She's married. And he just like... Yeah, I'm just saying he's mad, you know... That's all I'm saying. He's going like to go on a rampage. He's going to go on a rampage. All I know is if Spencer doesn't show up in this next episode, I'm not watching it anymore. <laughs> yes, you are. That's, that's it. You're going to watch so it. <laughs> oh, he'll be Those in the lies. episode just like he's been in your dreams. He has. I mean, honestly, mine too. Summer, it's been said that life is all about relationships. What? Yeah, it's all about the relationships you have with people. You know, look, if a cop pulls you over because you're speeding, but you have a good relationship with him, the chances of you getting a speeding ticket are diminished, you know, because you have a good relationship with him. I could see that, yeah. Yep. And uh, if you go to work somewhere, you interview for a job, turns out you know people there and you have a good relationship with them, chances are you're going to get that job because it's a relationship. Yeah, okay. Um, When you go watch a movie, like one of my favorite movies is that movie with uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yep. There you could tell that they were in a relationship in that movie because <laughs> yes. there was a lot of fighting. <laughs> but but those are relationships that, that we needed and we know we needed, and a life is all about that. Sometimes the relationships happen, and we didn't even know we needed it, like the iPad. We didn't even know we needed that, and now it's a relationship that I have. I love the iPad. Yes, my kids have that same relationship. Yeah, it's a, it's a part of my life. I couldn't live without it. Now, I'm going to introduce you to a relationship we didn't even know we needed. Ooh, bring it on. You like McDonald's? I love McDonald's. You like Krispy Kreme? I've never had Krispy Kreme. I'm not sure how to talk to you right now. (laughs) What? I'm sure I'd love it, though. In all your travels and all the things you've ever done in your life, you've never stopped at a Krispy Kreme and had a fresh donut? No. Mm -mm. Guess we need some then, huh? Wow. (laughs) Are they, a, are they the best or what? I, am, I believe the word flabbergasted is coming to mind right now. Am I really missing out? I mean, they're donuts. Yeah, they're pretty good. Oh, okay. They're right up there with like Jerry's or something. See, I've had Jerry's. Good. I've had Dunkin', you know. Some say they're out of this world good. Oh. Um. I I mean, they're a donut. They are good. I will say that. Some people will, it's like a drug run. They go down to Denver, pick up some Krispy Kreme, run them back for people. They'll have dozens of them. Really? Like hidden in their gas tank and everything. Not really, because they're not illegal. 
But uh, but this is a relationship we didn't know we needed. McDonald's has announced a partnership between them and Krispy Kreme. Yeah, March 21st, this is going down. Um, the original glazed and chocolate iced and sprinkles chocolate cream filled donuts will be available at 160 locations in Kentucky with hopes of expanding sales elsewhere. I hope this relationship goes well for them. I yeah, really do. I, I would like to see that here in South Dakota. That's what I'm saying. Why don't Krispy Kreme come to our neck of the woods? Uh, to be honest, Sioux Falls might have a Krispy Kreme. I don't pay that much attention, but I want one. I think we need one because now I have to try it since I've never tried them. When I haven't eaten a McDonald's in a long time, to be honest, I don't like McDonald's. Um, I mean, I do. Everybody likes McDonald's, right? But I'm like trying to not eat McDonald's. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I can cut out. You start throwing some Krispy Kreme up in this late at night, I might be swinging by and get me a little Krispy Kreme. What I'm curious is what type of relationship they have with McDonald's. Is Are they going to take out the, the bun and start um, making cheeseburgers mm. with donut patties or oh. donut buns instead i mean i'm in what about their breakfast sandwich with the mcgriddle Ooh, that would be so good i think but it's a glazed donut yes i'm gonna i'm gonna strike until we get you some Krispy cream this is a relationship we didn't know we needed yeah you like going for walks oh and i love hikes. it yeah. yeah so do i i did too and i actually back during the pandemic i used to take my dogs out for a walk on a daily we'd hit two or three miles i bet around my little neighborhood field and everything and i'd let them just play and run dogs were better for it and so was i and i had even lost some weight doing it it was just walking it wasn't nothing serious but there was nothing else to do you know i was i was at home not coming into work i was working from home and i would just like when we got done with our show i would just go for a walk for like an hour or better because it's like I nothing else to do don't you feel more motivated after you've gone for a walk i feel like taking a nap oh but uh <laughs> no but yeah i know what you mean but there's a study the reason i bring this up is there's a study that says walking through nature can help older adults live longer i believe it which is kind of a weird thing because they're already old they've already lived longer you know true but it's saying 65 plus uh people who spend a lot of time in the nature uh, have a better better health and a better quality of life if they're out walking, hiking, doing things like that. Like Nana, go get up on Everest. You know. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see that because you're engaging all your muscles, but you're also you know stimulating your brain and yeah. your senses. So yeah, I could see I could definitely see how that would work out. Well, and it's got to be something too with the fresh air. You know what I mean? Like get out of your own home get out of the city smug not that we have a lot we don't have it but it's still it's something right yeah and you get up into the old nature and just fresh air the only bad side is is like you know you're out hiking here comes a mountain liger you know mountain gonna liger. gonna attack you or maybe a little what do they call them you know snakes they're gonna get you that's not good what if you're up walking in the black hills and here comes a little old bobcat you know Ooh, what I mean? yeah that's scary that stuff's not good or hey we're walking custer state park taking in the best Guess who's around the corner? A buffalo. Good old buffalo. <laughs> Uncle Bison right around the corner. Going to oh, just yeah. trample you down, Granny. You know, like, so there's definitely some risks and rewards in old people. But we should tell Amy about this. Oh, we should. I mean, it is 65 and older. She's not 65, but. She's getting there, though. She's getting there. She can get there before we are. <laughs> some dumb. Let me ask you a question. Okay, uh, shoot. Um. So when was the first time you got your first piercing or tattoo how old were you like outside of like your earlobes 
All right. First professional piercing outside of my earlobes would be my belly button. Okay. My mom took me when I was 16. Oh. Yes. And I had it forever up until I started having children and then I had to take it out. But I loved it. That backfired in my face. What about <laughs> what about your nose piercings? When did you get those? Okay, so my regular nostril piercing. I did yeah. that myself when oh, I was 14. This is horrible news. Okay. <laughs> what about the, the cerebellum or whatever in my the middle? My septum. Oh, septum, yeah. Yes. I got that one done just a few years ago, actually. Oh, really? Yep. So this is new, this is new so I'm dumb. Yes. Piercing. Wow, that's yes. fresh. That's chic. Yeah, I love it. Well, see, we're having a dilemma in my household, and I'm going to call it a whole household. It might not be because there's a certain someone in my home that wants to get uh, a piercing and or a tattoo. I was notified of this and uh, if the, maybe a belly button piercing and or possibly a tattoo. I'm against it. And I don't know if I'm against it because I was raised Mormon and the Mormon religion. You know, you can't have multiple wives, which is the reason I got out. You can't have drink coffee and tea and you can't. It's like no tattoos or piercings, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, like, is it because of that upraising? And I don't want her making like a permanent decision now. Uh, oops. Or a, <laughs> I don't want th- that child of mine making a permanent decision now that might affect later in life. I don't know what a piercing or, but you know, I feel like it's a slippery slope <laughs> and I always tease said person in my family that every time they get another piercing or whatever, it's like, Oh, you're going to look like this wind chime dude with like 50,000 facial piercings or whatever. Right. And uh, so that's, and I, or is it me being a dad? I think it's you being a dad. I think it's you also being raised Mormon yeah. because, you know, that that was your standard. That's yeah. what you know. Yeah. But I'm also going to throw this at you. Oh, no. Okay. So you're worried about the facial piercings and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wind chime. Yeah. Okay. So if it's a belly button ring, at least it's something you can hide. Oh, yeah. And if it's a piercing, it's something you can take out. Yeah. It's not there forever. Unlike yeah. a tattoo. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. And I I do feel that way. Like maybe because I've got I had a tat my first tattoo I got when I was 21 at the rally. That might be the problem. But it's like (laughs) by some dude, some random stranger that I had to go get fixed at Matt Thrash's studio because like it was a horrible tattoo. And so that's my experience with it. And I'm like, I don't necessarily regret it. But when I look at it, I'm like, I'm not like, yeah, I'm so cool. (laughs) You know, like. So that's my, I don't just like, I'm like, slow your roll, girlfriend. Wait until you're adult. Don't make adult-like decisions or slow your roll, child, whoever you might be, until you're an adult. You know, like, just wait. Well, what happens when she waits and what happens until they wait until they're 18 and then they go buck wild and get crazy tattoos and face piercings because they weren't allowed to express themselves when they were younger? You think? Yes. Well, <laughs> I know from horrible. experience. That's horrible. So I should have never talked about this with you. I'm scared now. So I think, uh, judging by the text messaging and the open mics, it's a stupid idea. We should never get piercings or tattoos. No. I know. I think I'm alone. Summer, I've got a real problem. Oh, no. And the problem is, is I think the older I get, the more I have less. Like, I used to not care. You know, when I was younger, socks were socks. I think mm-hmm. I don't remember caring so much. I just don't. And my children, they have mismatched socks. You know what I mean? On purpose, right? You know, and I think they've kind of gotten out of that phase. It's a common thing. We were talking earlier. Sometimes yeah, your socks. They, they don't always match. No. Yeah. And, and, I, and that doesn't bother me. Like when I see it on other people, I'm like, I don't. yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And even like I could get it if my socks were different colors. 
Like, I, well, I have a white and a black one or brown and yellow. I don't know why. But, you know, whatever, right? It wouldn't bother me so much. But for some reason, a few years back, I went and tried on some Under Armour socks at Shields, right? Bought a package of them. Brought them home. They let you try on socks? Okay, I should say that differently. <laughs> I bought a okay. package of socks and brought them home and was going to return them if they sucked. They didn't suck. Okay. They were really good. Mm-hmm. And they all of a sudden, I loved them so much, I went back and bought another package, threw all my other socks away. It was like, I don't ever care to wear another sock. It's like when you find love, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like I found foot love, you know? Okay, yeah. And so I found foot love with these socks. And however... As a relationship, as it was, you know, relationships go at first, it's all lust and it's a lot of fun. And then you go back and find another package and it doesn't quite fit like the first ones did. Well, they have a different style. So here's where my mismatch, mismatch, mismatch sock situation comes in. Now I've got controversy inside my sock drawer. My wife does all my laundry and she doesn't care. And she folds my socks up because they're all exactly the same looking, except for the band around the ankle. Am I right? Oh, yeah. That that would drive me crazy, especially if it's like loose. Yeah. And it slides down. Yes. I hate it when that happens. I can have two of the same socks. Yeah. But the band is just willy nilly. It's there's not it's not doesn't have any elastic in it. Look at this sock. I'm gonna put my leg up here. Look at this sock right here. This is a good sock. Okay. Okay, it's got the good band on it. Let's check the right foot. Oh, they actually match today. Oh wow. But uh yeah. <laughs> they usually usually they don't and it's a thinner band that doesn't stay on. You'd say I I pull my shoe I don't tie my shoes all the way so I could just slip them on and off, you know? Oh yeah. So you go to slide the shoe off and the sock comes off with it. Drives me bonkers i hate that one of amy's pet peeves dirty socks pet peeves what she finds them gross whatever Mm -hmm. unattractive dirty socks i kind of feel the same i'm with her on this and this is my dilemma so i mean like am i the only one that has this is this a stupid old man thing i'm not that old but i mean like is is this the beginning of it i think this is the beginning of it just getting you know a little picky like yeah get more picky i like my leggings the way i like my leggings (laughs) you know i like my knickers the way i like my knickers yes yeah you know what you could do yeah since you since we are getting older yeah you could get those things that hold your socks up oh and it like goes to the above your knee yeah here's a problem though (laughs) like my i don't know if you've seen my legs but they only get thicker the higher up they go. Oh. I my legs are like upside down triangles with bumps at the bottom for for calves. I got fat calves. I've never been able to have socks that stay up. I'm just like it's straight. It goes from wide up here by my by my butt by my hips down to like my little teeny ankles. And I don't know how they even hold me up. Wild! What a problem to have. Yeah. First world problems. Yeah. Welcome to my <laughs> life. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh, Brandon, he's so perfect. Nobody's ever said that. But I'm like, here's my problems. I got mismatched socks. It's a horrible situation. What should I do? I mean, like, I've gone through my socks and I've organized them. But then one laundry day, they're all mixed, matched, matched up. It's a horrible situation. Maybe, Maybe you just have to start doing your own socks, like washing your own laundry. Yuck. I'll just deal with the I'll deal with the mismatch socks. It's time for a little teacher spotlight. You know, it's our time of the week we set aside just for teachers because they do so much for all of us. Our kids, when we were in school, some of them sent me to detention too much. But either way, 
they do they deserve so much more than we can give them and summer you've got a good one i do her name is jill thompson and she's a business teacher in casper wyoming and apparently she's working to improve financial education not only for her students but for others as well yeah i like that yeah to make sure that her financial education is making a difference jill students they have the opportunity to be certified financially literate whoa yeah right i thought that was really neat and and with all of her hard work, she um, the school that she works for, it was mm-hmm. actually one of the top 100 schools in teaching personal finance. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was really kind I of mean, amazing. I'm certified financially illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought the dash in front of the number in your bank account meant you've got more money. It actually meant you're negative. Yes, negative in that, that account. Money. And I was like, how does it keep growing while I'm spending? This is awesome. But Gosh, maybe you could have used some Jill Thompson in your life. I could have. And I do think that, too. I think there should be classes that are like that, that help people out financially. You know, sometimes you rely on family to teach you, and that's not always the best. You know, you can learn stuff from a from a class like that definitely well speaking of that since since she has made such a difference now it is actually a required course at the kelly walsh high school in casper wyoming wow way to go yeah way to go jill way to go jill well we love you if you have a teacher spotlight just send it on over to amy at the roadhouse show am.com summer when did you first as in like an adult Right, you move out of your parents' house. When did you buy your first like adult furniture purchase? Okay, so let's see. Me and my man have been together for almost five years now. Okay. Um, so we've been in our house for going on three. Okay. Before we moved into our house together, I was in a small little house back in Nebraska. Okay. And I bought my very first real set of like recliners. They were leather. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I loved them, but I sold them okay. because we moved from Nebraska yeah. to here. And I sold everything. Wow. Beds, toaster, pots and pans, everything. So, but when did you buy the stuff for the apartment? Like, when was the first adult purchase? So, I was like, so how old am I now? 35? So, I, don't know. I was like 33 when I bought my first yeah. real like you went furniture. out and bought real furniture? I bought my my first real whole living room set because I bought an entertainment center. Wow. I bought a TV. I bought... The whole thing. Yeah, ev- all of it. Wow. Yeah, I felt at, really... At 33? Yes. <laughs> wow. So, like, I guess I was younger than that. Um, But I want to say, I mean, like, we went rummage selling. With me and my first wife, the old wife, we, we went rummage selling and bought, like, this beautiful orange couch. And it was for her college, really. And she took it with her to college in Bismarck. We moved it back home and back up to college twice. And then it was our first piece of furniture when we lived in Minnesota. And that was the first time I've lived outside of the house. We went and rented an apartment, put this big orange couch in there. We had that couch with us until we, like, we bought a brand spanking new couch. I suppose that would be my adulthood from a buddy at a slumberland in Rochester, Minnesota, but that was right before our daughter was born because we were like, maybe we shouldn't. We knew what had happened on this orange couch. And we like, maybe we shouldn't bring our brand new daughter home and set her on this orange couch. So we bought a brand new one. And that, so whatever, 23-ish or so, 22 okay. maybe, I, whatever the math is there because I'm also 35. So, and then, uh, <laughs> but so that's, that, that was my first adult purchase. 
But there's a survey that says 50%, 56% agree it's time to grow up when you buy real furniture. You know, like, I guess that's real, right? When you go to a store and you buy, like, your first recliner, couch, something. Okay, so then probably the furniture that I bought when I was 33 wouldn't necessarily be considered real furniture because I bought it off of Amazon. That's real, though. Is it? I think so. Okay. Right? Yeah. But I don't. I bet you it wasn't until we moved back here to Rapid from Minnesota that we bought like our first bedroom set. Like we went and bought the whole kit and caboodle, the whole, like a sleigh bed with nightstands and a dresser and the whole nine yards, right? So whatever I was, whatever, 24-ish then, 25. So we were still pretty young, but we had saved up. Like we were we were throwing right into it, this adulthood thing at a young age. But I don't think that's a thing for everybody, you no. know? I Like when we moved into our house, we bought all brand new furniture and we got it from like Slumberland or Furniture Row, I think yeah, is where we got yeah. our couches from. But we got two brand new couches and one of them has never even been sat on yet. Wow. Yeah. Allow me to come over and sit on your couch. You've done nothing on this couch? No, it sits downstairs in our theater room. Where you obviously don't do theater. <laughs> no, it's we've got a projector TV and all this what? stuff, but it hasn't been set up perfect yet. Okay. So the man is like, nah, you don't sit on that. Not until it's all ready. Oh, boy. So it's brand spanking new, never been touched. Get after it, Casey. Come <laughs> on. So waking up before your alarm is a problem I've been suffering from for about a month now. And I'm not saying like one or two in the morning I wake up because I got to pee and I go to the bathroom. I'm meaning like I wake up. This happened this morning. It's a perfect example. This is what I'm talking about. Woke up. Oh, I got to pee. I don't know what time it is. I don't have a clock. All right. So I I just like I'm going to get up and go pee. I'm going to lay back down. I'm going to do it quick so I can. Have more time to sleep, right? Mm -hmm. So I get up, I pee, lay back down, tap my phone, look at the time. Literally one minute before it goes off. Yeah, that that happens to me too. But almost, you you say it's a problem, but it could be a blessing. Yeah? Yeah, because ultimately, I think that your body is taking that internal alarm Mm -hmm. and it's making it work like a little faster. And then if I get up and go to the bathroom right before my alarm goes off, I figure it's better just to stay up than to try and lay back down because then I think I make myself more tired. Yeah, right. And and, and I feel like here it is. I'm fighting getting old. I don't want to be old. I feel like I'm a teenager still. And, uh, And I feel like that getting up in the middle of the night thing is an old person problem. Yeah. And also having it where like you you have that internal alarm clock waking up early, mm-hmm. also an old person problem. That That's my take on it. Probably not true. But I'm like, I'm against it. So I don't want it. I guess what I'm saying. I want to be able to sleep in all day, but I can't. But have, I want to. Have you tried not drinking so much before you go to bed so that you're not waking up at five o'clock or whenever right before your alarm goes off? Yeah, mom. I have <laughs> actually. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. No, but for reals, that's, the, that's it, though, right? And I'm thinking about it this morning while I was peeing is I'm like, well, you know, I did drink a glass of water before I went to bed. So, I mean, but again, I made it the whole night. Mm-hmm. It was right before my alarm went off. Here's where I screwed up is I laid back in bed, looked at the time, was like, 
Ugh, here's a true insight, right? I I use a sleep apnea machine thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I put the contraption back on my face, tap my phone, look, oh my gosh, I have a minute until the alarm goes off. I laid there contemplating, do I just get up or lay here? I started to kind of doze back off as my alarm went off because, you know, a minute had passed. I hit the snooze button and laid there for eight, nine minutes waiting, contemplating if I should have just gotten up. <laughs> I think I think that's the problem is you hit the snooze button yeah, and you should have just should have just, just gotten got up. up. Yeah, well, I don't know. Are we the only ones with this problem? I doubt it. Got to be other people suffering with this. Let us know. Open mic us. Shoot us a text message. Hello. Hey, is this Raven? Yes, it is. Hey, it's Brandon and Summer from the Roadhouse. Amy's on vacation, but we heard the news that you are our new redneck bride. That's getting married at the monster trucks. What's up? It's true. Yeah, we're super excited. Are you? I'm. I'm excited for you guys because here's the thing. So you're 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 with Christopher Gentry. Is that yep. the dude's name? You're going to be Raven yep. Gentry. Yep, that's right. That is a freaking cool name. It is a pretty cool name, huh? <laughs> I'm excited. So, like, what do you think? Like, you're, you're telling your friends. You invited your family. Is everybody excited about it? Yeah, everybody's super thrilled. They were very surprised to hear we won, so. Yeah. How do you feel about getting married in the back of a monster truck? <laughs> super excited. Uh, <laughs> my fiance really wants to drive the truck. It's one of his uh, long-standing dreams. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could try. I mean, can't rule it out. I mean, you can't rule it out, you know. This will be fun. So that's cool. So how long have you guys been dating? Um, yeah, we've been together about a year and a half now. Oh, look oh, at you. Snap. Um, you guys got kids? Anybody got kids? Like, what's the skinny here? Um, yeah, so just my daughter. Um, she does. She has a different father, but we yeah. are we are a blended family. Yeah. I love that. I love it. We're both, we got blended families as well. Yep. It's the new thing. How'd you guys meet? Um, yeah, so we actually met through one of our uh, mutual friends. I didn't know that she even knew him, but I was meeting her for a beer one night, and um, he worked at uh, the company I worked at at the time. So we kind of knew each other from that, and we found out we were both friends with our friend Kira. So, nice. <laughs> yeah. He came in, gave you a wink, you know, was like, what's up? <laughs> My name's Christopher. How you doing? <laughs> uh, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> was he like... Was he like, your name's Raven, you're the bird I needed, or I'm the wind beneath your wings or something? (laughs) No, but that would have made my day. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, we can't wait to meet you more. Uh, We'll be reaching out to you, getting you all the details, getting you all set up for for your big wedding on Saturday. And uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Invite as many people as you can and get wild. Like, you guys are going to be able to take some photos. This this is going to be fun. This is going to be a good time. Heck, yeah. Awesome. Super excited. Well, thank you so much, Raven. I truly appreciate it. Yeah, and we love you. Yeah, no problem. Oh, thanks. (laughs) You love us too, right, Raven? I sure do. Perfect. (laughs) It's the time of the day, ladies and gentlemen. We like to play a little game called... Funny misheard song lyrics. <laughs> Since it was just me and Sum Dumb, we brought in Stitchel. Sum Dumb? Yeah. yeah. And, and Branton. Yeah. Don't you think that's a really cool name for her? Sum Dumb? I mean, it's, dumb? Ki- it's kind of disrespectful, but no. I'll, I'll roll with it. I mean, <laughs> you guys think it's dumb like that. It's more like uh, like the candy. 
Oh, dum-dums. Sum-dum, like a dum-dum. Sum-dums because she's so sweet. Here you want a dum-dum because you're a dum-dum? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, here you, want you want a dum-dum, dum-dum because you're a dum-dum? Because you're so sweet. Right, right. Huh? And we call, I see what you did there. And we call Brand Tun. Brand Tun. Yeah, for, because he's fat? No. Because oh. he's a ton of joy. <laughs> oh, that's Got what him. it is. Ton of joy. Well, it is time for Mr. Song Lyrics. So, since uh, Sum-Dum, you are the only lady in the room, uh, you should just go first. Who, who are you testing? I'll test Stitch. St- testing Stitch, one, two, three. Hello, what I'm here. What song is it? Where do you want me to go with this? It is Eiffel 65, and I'm blue, and it's the chorus. Oh, I remember this jam. All right, let's see what happens here. Right about here? Yep. I'm blue. If I was green, I would die. If I was green, I would die. If I was green, I would die. That's, I know that's the wrong lyric, so. So, so, so what is? It's like, do we die, da da die, whatever. I don't well, know. Well, you have to get it correctly, or you What lose. do I do? Do I lose? Do I get to go, like, you're going to put me in a You've got to sing cult. the chorus. I'm blue. If I, it's da ba dee ba I don't know. You're pretty close. Dooba dee baba da. <laughs> we'll give you partial credit. Okay. But in all reality, you're wrong. Score. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should have I mean, like a sorry. button for that. Wah, wah. Uh. <laughs> but good try. Good try. Well, okay. well, so Stitch, since you're next, who you, who you testing? It's you could have me or Summer. I think well, I'm you got to test me. I think Summer knows the answer to this. So I'm gonna do. Oh. I'm gonna go with you, bud. All right. So it's Bon Jovi's "Living on a Prayer," and it's like the bridge to the big chorus. Well, here's the thing. You don't know about me, but when I was a child, you sang this song. This is all I sang. Choir. No, this I got home, put my tights on, and sang this jam. Where do you want me to go with it? Uh, it's that part that says it's like. Don't tell me what says. Yeah, I can't tell you, but it's like right before the chorus. You oh, know what I mean? okay. I think you got it. Okay, let's see here. You'll find it. You know what I'm talking about. Tell me when. That's it. Oh, what? Right there. What? Yeah. She said we gotta hold on to what we got. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. That's correct. Nailed we it. We got each other. And, and that's a life for love. We'll what? give it a shot. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. oh, no. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. That's a hard note to hit. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it is. Anything by Bon Jovi is hard to hit. Mm-hmm. But, bon Jovi. Um, <clears throat> Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, so I get to test Summer then? Yeah. So what's <laughs> yeah. up? Where's your song? <laughs> well, here you go. All I'm going to say is you can't touch this. It's like the second verse of MC Hammer. Okay. You can't touch this. Yeah, I know this. Oh, okay. You, what? <laughs> no, I don't know. Let's oh, bring it yeah. on. I've got it though. scared for a second. Right, I here probably we go. know it. Fast forward to the spot. Get it. My, 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 my music hit me so hard. Makes me say, oh my Lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I doing? What did he say? <laughs> okay. Okay, I got to hear it one more time. Oh, my gosh. I know. Here I'm the go. worst. Right here. Thank you for blessing me with a mind to rhyme. Something, something. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty close. <laughs> I want to thank you for blessing me with a mind to rhyme and two hype feet. Two hype feet? Yeah. Two hype feet. They're That's hype, what I got. Bruh. That's when he feet. does his little, uh uh, 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 uh. You can't see it on the radio, but I was, I was MC Hammer. You're getting it, man. I was MC Hammering. Well, why did I make it so easy for you? I want to say I think I'm wearing this belt over here. <laughs> I think of you championship are. Championship because I am Bon Jovi. Yeah. And it's like, you know. We got each other. 
And that's a lot for love We'll give it a shot I'm Summer Stones, and here's your scoop. Do not engage with the cookie monster. That's the message from the police in Santa Cruz, California, where a street performer wearing a costume of the Sesame Street character has been harassing people. Police say the person inside the costume is 59-year-old Adam Sandler, a man with no connection to the famous actor, who's previously been known to dress up as Elmo in cities including New York City and San Francisco. He wasn't too cuddly then either. In fact, his time dressing as the Sesame Street character earned him the nickname Evil Elmo. And whatever you do, do not give him a cookie. And that is your scoop. Summer, some of the greatest invention ever was music. Yeah, I can't disagree. I mean, it, it has to be. There, There is nothing better than music in this world. You can't invent something better. We're still inventing music as we speak. And that's the coolest thing about it. Yeah, definitely. It's it's always evolving into something different, a new mm-hmm. genre, mm-hmm. a new sound, a new singer, yeah. but it's always just evolving. It's really neat. It's awesome. And even different genres, different styles like, you know, Beethoven, not my style, but that's a thing, mm-hmm. right? We, where would we be without it? Opera. Opera, not my style, but Same. hey, gangsta rap, that's my thing, <laughs> you know, live and die by that, you know? Uh, country to classic rock to to soul to I mean, to hip hop to rhythm and blues and, everything yeah. right everything that involves an instrument it's a whole another language. There's guys in my band that can have a whole conversation and I have no idea what they're talking about because they're talking in music. Yes, they're talking in music. Okay, you know um, whether it be the Nashville numbering system or it be they're talking the chords or the progression or the beat the rhythm whatever. Lost me. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. But music is so powerful. I can remember learning this in choir class, too. Of It can make you happy. It can make you sad. It can change your mood. It can remind you of a time. How many times have you been watching TV and a song come on, commercial, and you don't know anything about the Depends or whatever they're trying to sell, mm-hmm. but it's like it takes you back to the, the one moment you had with the song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have, I have a lot of songs like that, actually. Yeah. It's powerful. Emotion, it- smell. The taste of the food, and it's all because of the song. Yeah, definitely, wild. it is. It's it's so nice to to be able to come home and turn on something just to change yep. your mood and yeah, yeah, get you out of the funk, get mm-hmm. you into the funk. You know, like different kind of funk. Like, oh, let's get funky. What? Mm. You know, and then there's the <laughs> funk. Like, oh man, yeah. you know. That kind of funk. What kind of music do you like to listen to? I think it really depends on what my vibe is that day. Like yeah. some days it could be Limp Biscuit if I'm having a bad day, you yeah. know, break stuff. Yep. Other days it could be, you know, Ashley Simpson. You oh, know, it, it could just, it's so random. No kidding. But one of my Limp go-tos. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yes. Okay. On a bad day, Ashley Limp Simpson? Biscuit with break stuff is my go-to. Wow. But when I'm feeling sad and need to be like uplifted, Mm -hmm. I will go to like Chasing Cars with Snow Patrol. That's one of my all-time favorite songs. Yeah, that's a good jam. Yes. Yeah. uh, I'm I'm the same. And and for me, it's like, I'd like to sit there and say, hey, it's this song or it's that song. But sometimes I like how it it just, you might, for me, cruising home. I'll turn on my radio and maybe it's a radio station or maybe it's grabbing Spotify or something and it just grabs a song and you're like, oh, thanks. I needed that. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Right. 
or it helps you realize the situation. And I, I like, I'm a huge into like Chris Stapleton or even Jamie Johnson back in the day got me through with my old wife. Not like it was bad times, but just listening to his music was that time of in my life. And that's what I think of when I play it or when I hear it, when I, you know, it, it takes me back to that time. Oh yeah. This was wild. Music is like that. It's so powerful. So it is national music therapy day. And, uh, and so, you know, let's go jam out to some Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yes. All right. We're going to play a little game called Would You Rather. Okay. Okay. Now, let me pose this question to you. This came to me like we all dream about like a life post work. Say we didn't say if you ever guys ever maybe this isn't you guys. Maybe it's just me. Have you ever seen somebody and they're out in their motor home or they're out in their boat and they're just sailing the seas or they're just they're just free. They have no job. They have nothing to worry about. Whether they're rich or not, this does not apply. But they're just like they have nothing. They don't have to be somewhere at eight o'clock. They don't have to no meetings. Nothing. <laughs> Sounds so like you, heaven. Yeah, right? And so that's my would you rather. Would you rather be out sailing a boat in the ocean? I guess it could be a cruise ship, it could be like a big sailboat, you know what I mean? Like but but the the idea is you're just out in the ocean, relaxing, basking in the sun, enjoying it, watching the dolphins go by, the whales do whale things, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> or okay. Or would you rather be in a motorhome taking you wherever the wind blows, touring the country, stopping off at truck stops, hitting all the monuments? We'll let you go first, Summer. Okay. So, me, myself, personally, I would prefer to be in the motorhome and just cruise and go wherever I wanted to go and just uh-huh. check out all the big sites and big things. But I've not traveled a lot, so that's one of the reasons why. Yeah. And quite honestly, being in the ocean surrounded by water. And mm-hmm. sharks. It terrifies me. And dolphins me. that rape people, which is well, a real thing. It's a, it could be a thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But it terrifies me. I am not the strongest swimmer. So if something happened, I'd, I'd sink. Do you think it's because we're, I call it being Midwestern dumb, right? We're Midwestern. I mean, you're from the Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I'm from the Sea of Dakota. And it's like, <laughs> do you think it's because we're not by the ocean? Our fear our fear of that is. Oh, I could see that. We'd rather just be in a motorhome. We feel like we can control that. Yeah. And that's where we'd rather be. Yeah. I because could. I'm a little bit with you on that. Like taking where the wind blows. It's, you're in no hurry. You know, you yeah, just kind of camping get, out, going to like Burning Man and stuff yeah. like that. That it could be so much fun. Yeah, yeah. well, it would be cool for sure. I I agree with you. And also, is it like a crappy Winnebago or is it like a big three hundred thousand dollar I mean, motorhome? <laughs> I mean, like, well, okay. So how about this? Like, pose this question to you: Is like a lot of the younger kids that are doing it right out of high school and or out of college <clears throat> before they start their career, they're like taking a year off and traveling, right? And you'll see them in those. Uh, Whatever they call those things. The, mini winnies? The, not mini winnies. That's what my dream is. But like uh, those little like Dodge spirit Sprinter vans. There oh, we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So you see them in those Sprinter vans. They make like a bunk in them. They've got it's a compost toilet. Sometimes they don't. You know what I mean? Sometimes they've got to stop to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Sometimes they've got showers. Some of their showers are on the outside. But it's like real rustic living, I suppose, if you will homelessy kind of a thing sure uh but but hold on stitch we'll, we'll get to yours just stick around all right because i feel like yours is going to be an epic answer <laughs> i do everything <laughs> that's epic all right stitch so would you rather sail around the world 
on a sailboat or a cruise ship or whatever, or cruise America in a motorhome or like a sprinter van. See, like a sailboat, just that, like Somerset, it's kind of scary because like you're stuck on water. Like, what if you run out of food? Like, do you get to stop somewhere? Oh yeah, oh <laughs> like, yeah. You're always docking, not always because but I do love tropical yeah. and i love water and i love you know being in the sun and all that stuff like it's oh, yeah. a serenity for me yeah but, you're, you're docking places you're also out in the middle of the ocean too just on a chill day which could be scary though because you think about you've seen movies man those yeah. big waves they could just crash down your sailboat but like what about that boat like on Step Brothers? <laughs> it's a yacht yeah it's like a yacht but it's a sailboat the nina the pinta the santa maria you know yeah, that song that was a big one you know it was a big size boat they had their beds underneath in the in the whatever they call that the atrium it's yeah not the atrium but yeah. it, you know, <laughs> but, but you, you know what i'm saying like so, what if based on that i think i mean if it's on a yacht yes i yeah. would do that 100 yeah. percent you're, you're hanging out, yachting around, or maybe they've got you. You know, you're, you're porting in the Gulf of Mexico. Maybe you're headed down to, you know, the Cayman Islands. Yeah. Maybe you're swinging around over to Spain. But honestly, I would do both, and I would split it up. Yeah? I'd do 50% boat, oh, 50% yeah. land. What if you had a small sprinter van? You could put it on one of those boats that carry your car. Yeah. Take you a to ferry. A ferry. Take yeah. you to the Hawaii's or wherever you go. I'd love to go to Hawaii. Know. Have you ever been to Hawaii? No. I haven't either. I would love to go. Samesies. We should go next year. That's where the wife wants to go on a honeymoon. Actually, no. I want to go there on a honeymoon. The wife wants to go to Mexico. Oh, well. But what ooh. about Portugal? See, there's your, what would you rather do? What would I rather do? You, yeah, I guess I you just I'm, answered it. I think I'm motorhoming, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I The ocean, I like it, but look, I'm a, I'm a fair-skinned dude. Too much sun, not good for homeboy, you know? Where if I'm sitting under the cover of a, of a nice mini Winnie, sprinter van tinted windows i could cruise around all day hit the hot summer roads and just go you know if it's too hot for me then i just go to an air-conditioned place i don't know just hang out check out the sepultores that says ism or wherever somewhere and that's what it's all about yeah that is i mean traveling is fun i just did it did you know that traveling i know you did (laughs) you went to portugal (laughs) that's so fun Uh well thanks for hanging out with us on would you rather yeah it's time for the Roadhouse Mailbag. So I have a dog. Everyone has a dog. I have a fenced-in backyard for my dog to do his business. If I take him for a walk and he decides to do his business and then someone else's yard, the right thing to do is pick up the dog poop. But I have a neighbor who also has a fenced-in backyard that literally lets his dog out his front door, not leashed or anything. The dog sniffs around and usually makes his way over to my yard or somebody else's other neighbor's yard to pee or poop. Then he just whistles and calls them back in. We have this on our camera. Do I, do I call the cops, let him know in person, gather up all the poo, and leave it on his front doorstep? What? Help us out. How would you handle this situation? Please open Mike your comment on the app. It's time for Stupid Headlines. You would think that an actor who's never in the headlines would come up with something better to have a headline about than this one. Today, it's about Martin Short. The headline reads, Martin Short gave up his airline seat for Chance the Rapper's daughter. Huh. Raise your hand if you care. Don't care. Nobody's raising their hands. I would assume that would happen on any given day. 
Again, we don't need to know. It gets worse as you read it. Oh. Chance the Rapper took to Twitter on Sunday to share a story about how he was on a plane with his daughter and found out that their seats weren't next to each other. But before he could say anything, a kind old gentleman offered to switch seats so they could sit together. It turned out to be Martin Short. A kind old gentleman. Yeah. Wow. But that makes I'm him sure, feel real good. I'm sure Martin Short feels really good about that. Yeah. Shout out to Jack Frost. Way to go. Way to go. Wow. <laughs> How do we make this headline better, guys? Um, Martin Short refuses oh. to give up his seat for Chance the Rapper's daughter. I, I like that. Yes. Or Martin Short is dating Chance the Rapper's daughter. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know how old she is. That might get a little creepy, but I'm just saying. I wonder if that's true. Whoa. <laughs> Hello, Grandpa. Hello. <laughs> or Martin Short threw Chance the Rapper's daughter out of her seat and then tore the seat out of the airplane and threw it at everyone. Okay. That's, that's, that's a little wild. the headline. Yeah. yeah. And then opened the door and jumped out. That's, that's an even better headline. <laughs> that's a lot going on. I know. That's like five amazing headlines. Martin Short goes ham on an airplane. <laughs> Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Things just got better because it's time for Dummy of the Day with D-Ray Knight. Guys, how are you? We're great. How are you? I am fine. Thank you very much for asking. As always, I appreciate your concern. I truly, sincerely do. Today, we visit Saginaw, Michigan. Ever been? Yes. You nope. have? Never been. Never? You have been to Saginaw? No, I've never nah, been there, but no. I'd like to. Well, in Saginaw, a 34-year-old man called the police at about 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. He said that he had, had uh, some money stolen from him, and he needed the police's help. So police arrive, and they find the man at his residence with a woman. And they asked him, well, what was stolen? He said, $10. She protested. She said, no, $10 wasn't stolen. He says, yes, it did. See, what happened is that this man had offered the woman $10 to perform an act on him. Oh. And she said, no, not for just $10. Was she a woman of ill repute? Yes, she was. A woman of the evening at, at 8 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so they're both there. And she said, no, I'm not going to do it for $10. Yes, he did offer it. And so the police decided to arrest them both. <laughs> oh, boy. They arrested the man on a misdemeanor charge of accosting and solicitation and the woman on the charge of prostitution. Wow. Way to go. Way to go. I mean, well, a couple of things here in this story. Number one, it was 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> wow. I, hey, when I, you got an itch, you got to uh, scratch it. I, I guess that's it. <laughs> It's time to play a fun little game. You've probably heard of it. Never have I ever. We're going to give a statement of something we've never done. And if somebody in the room has done it, they sound their buzzer. We all have a unique one. Here's Summer, Brandon, and myself. Who's going to go first today? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> Sucker. All right. Never have I ever eaten an entire ice cream tub in one sitting. I, I don't believe I have either. I've never done that. No. No. Oh well, I've been close. I'm trying. I'm really trying to think because I would. I've eaten an entire tub of ice cream with somebody, but not yeah, by myself. I've okay, that. that's that's close. Does that count? Here's the thing, though. <laughs> no, I have not purchased a tub of ice cream from store. Went home, ate it all. But I've ordered the really big Blizzard from Dairy Queen, which is almost the same size as a tub of ice cream, <laughs> and ate all of that. Okay, that's pretty close. Sound the buzzer. Equal. There we go. All right, Brandon, do you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go. 
Never have I ever used handcuffs, you know, other than being arrested. Wow, really? Summer, you go ahead and go first. I mean, I gotta like go into detail. Yeah, we've had fun. Yeah, Yeah, we've lived, okay? Yeah, well. It's called LARPing, live action role play. It didn't go well. It didn't go well for me because I'm claustrophobic. (laughs) I had to yell out pineapple. What in the world? (laughs) Moving on. All right, mine is never have I ever had whoopee in a public restroom. Brandon. What does? Okay. Where? In like full, where in the bathroom? It do, what? In was it full, on the? I just want to know. Was it on the toilet? In full disclosure, I'm not going to go into details of who it was, but me and my wife were up in Deadwood, and uh, we were doing our thing. Whatever. The moment came. We were at the Hickox. In Deadwood, oh wow! And it was late at night. And I went in to use the restroom, and next thing you know, bada bang, bada boom, and I'm not going to share any more details. Okay, well, it was probably on the diaper changing table. Oh, (laughs) I bet it was. It's back in the day in the RC trivia. How well do you know? That's right. D Ray Knight is joining us. He's going to give you a name of a business. You tell us what it was way back in the day. All right, now it's a beauty supply store, but back in the day, the Sturgis Road location was a place where you could buy a real beauty, a Porsche. <gasps> they Yes, they used to sell Porsches and Audis in Rapid City. What was the auto dealer called? Wow, I never knew that. Yeah, it's now a beauty supply store. Back in the day, Sturgis Road location was a place where you could buy a Porsche, a real beauty. What was it called? It's the Roadhouse, and we have some very special guests on the line today. We have last year's couple that got married, had their redneck wedding at the Road to Destruction. We have Paul and Megan. How are you guys? Good. Doing great. How has the past year been for you? Oh, boy. (laughs) Pretty pretty good. You know, we've been together for 23 years, married for one. Has the one year been different from any of the rest? Yeah. Not necessarily. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I, I did not really um, feel, you know, kind of feel the deal a little more for us so that we're a little happier now that we have a big old ring, I think. <laughs> That's awesome. Our day-to-day hasn't changed, but the overall being married is a little different, but not crazy. How was Vegas? How was your honeymoon in Vegas? Real good. We got to bring our daughter. She got to ride an airplane for the first time, and the stratosphere is pretty ghetto, which I like. You know, and we rode kayaks below the Hoover Dam. It was super awesome. Oh, that does sound fun. Yeah. So with you guys being together for so long, but then having one year of marriage, I mean, did it ignite some marriable bliss? You know, it it did. You know, because I I really did the full on one knee thing. You know, but I yeah. Ordered her, you know. I took her way out in the woods, so if she said no, she was screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so I there, but yeah, we have our own special spot and something that'll be there forever. And uh, are you talking yeah, about was, the the spot in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Things getting back to normal, or are you guys still kind of like newlywed feeling? Oh, I don't know if the whole newly thing ever hit it was kind of a 
you know, we've been together that long, and we were just going to broom, jump a broomstick, but we are true rednecks, so when we heard there was a free trip to Vegas and the, the money to a pawn shop, we got real excited. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Well, if you guys could change the rules and let us buy a handgun or a small rifle or something, that'd be yeah. great. You get a cake, a photographer, a trip to Vegas, and a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Perfect. Uh, honestly. But from yeah. a pawn shop. <laughs> I'm in. Be great. So I got a question for you. If you could give our newest redneck couple marriage advice, what would it be? Ooh. I suppose forgive and forget. <laughs> Communicate. Those Make are good. sure you keep those lines of communication open and have fun. I like that. And make all your friends dress up. For your wedding, right? Yes, yes, it's a party. Have fun, enjoy it, let loose. I had oh, yeah. so much fun with you guys last year. <laughs> they have a, they have some pretty big shoes to fill. They just need to remember that the last four words of the national anthem are "Gentlemen, start your engine." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's cute. Well, we appreciate you giving us a call and letting us know how you're doing. So the new couple. It is Raven and Christopher. They're going to be the next rednecks of Rapid City. Yep. Awesome. Well, congratulations, and you are the epic redneck couple of Rapid City as of right now. (laughs) Thank you. We love you guys. Bye. You don't love us? Yeah, I love it. It's an awesome job, and we love it. Aw. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. It's back in the day in the RC Trivia. How well do you know? We're back to find out the answer to Back in the Day in the RC Trivia. Now a beauty supply store on Sturgis Road. You could buy a real beauty here back in the day, a Porsche. The store was called, it was actually Porsche Audi, because back in the day, Volkswagen dealerships was Volkswagen Porsche Audi. And it was called Rushmore Volkswagen. Wow. And apparently, uh, a guy told me years ago, and I don't know if this is still true, but either in that beauty supply store or another store in that area, they still have the painted logos of either oh, like cool. Volkswagen or Porsche or something like that in it. Wow. That's cool. I've That's been awesome. in that beauty supply store. I can see how it could yeah, have it, been it, a car. Well, yeah, when yeah. you drive by, you go, oh, yeah, this was a car dealership back in the 70s. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, That's really neat. Sick. That's cool. Sick. Okay, so we have several open mics, and we've chosen a few to play. But first, here is a recap of what the mailbag is about today. It's about somebody letting their dog poo in this person's yard, and they're tired of it, and they need to know how to solve the issue. Just letting the dog out. Go do their thing. That's not cool. (laughs) It's not cool at all. Come on, man. So let's play our first open mic here. Well, if I was in their situation, what I would do is I would take my dogs out and walk them over to their yard and specifically say, take a poop right here and wait for them to do it and then walk away. And hopefully it's all caught on camera. I'm up for that one. Yeah, me too. Hey, if they're going to let their dog do it on yours, take it, take your dog over to their yard. Yeah, I feel yeah that. vice versa. Yeah, I guess get out, get some fresh air, go for a little walk. Yeah. Yep. Happy ending. Yep, just do circles <laughs> in their front yard. We have time for one more, and it's kind of long. So, you guys ready? So ready. This is kind of cool. So, after I heard on the radio that people were having issues with other people's dogs pooping in their front yards, I went to this house, and they had, at the time, it was a glass jar, clear glass jar sitting in their yard. And so, I asked them, why is that there? And they said, because it keeps the dogs from pooping in our yard. They'll pee, but they won't poop. So, then... I did the same thing in my yard, never had an issue again. 
And back then it was glass. Now they have clear plastic jugs you can use. Then I worked at the Humane Society like around 2000, and people would call in, how can I get the dogs in the neighborhood to stop pooping in my yard? I said, put a clear plastic container by your mailbox and your tree or just where the dog can see it, and they will not poop. Well, I don't believe that, they'd say. I said, well, try it. Call me back and see what you think. Nobody ever did. But the psychology behind it is that the dog sees a reflection in the plastic. The water weights the jug down, but the dog sees a reflection in the plastic, and they won't poop. They'll pee, but they won't poop. Wow. That is, I've never heard of that before. I'm going to have to try it because I kind of have the same problem as this person. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it a go. I wonder how many yards that we're going to see with glass containers in their front yard now. Probably quite a few. You think you think people actually listen and they're going to use this tip? Well, I'm pretty certain people listen, but I don't know if they'll use this tip, but we'll see. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to try it because it happens at our house all the time. I wonder if it doesn't just work for dogs. I wonder if it works for like deer too, because that's like Ooh, the worst, right? Deer poop. poop. Mm. Yeah. That's another mailbag right there. You know what I've also learned is like dog poo is not good. Where like deer poop, horse, cow, whatever is kind of like fertilizer for your lawn because of the things they eat. Dogs are like us. They eat meat and stuff. And so it's kind of nasty and it attracts flies and maggots and things like that. Where, you know, other animals that eat just, you know, grass or needles or whatever, it's not as bad for your lawn. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well... I know this may be solved with a clear container, but I still want to know Pooty Poo's opinion. Oh, yeah. Especially because we call him Pooty Poo. (laughs) (laughs) Da! Hey, Pooty Poo! Yeah, who is this? You know who it is. Uh, He's my favorite American evil American morning show called Roadhouse. That's right. uh, America. Why are you bothering me? Uh, We have another world (laughs) problem. Every week, you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, let me, you know, let me, okay, sort of, I'm doing affairs of state here, but no, 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 your problem is more important. Go ahead. Yes, it is. This one's a real problem. What it is, is we're having a, a neighborhood dilemma where one neighbor just lets their dogs out and the dogs go over to, Who let you the know, dogs out? Who? 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 <laughs> real <laughs> funny. When I did that, I used, like, your pop culture against you. Go ahead. That's really funny. Yeah. But one neighbor is letting their dogs out, and it's going to the other neighbor's house, the complainer in this, and uh, it's pooping in their front yard, and they're not coming and picking it up. They've even got this on their, their ring doorbell camera, you know, because yeah. we're always watching. Yeah. And then... So and, are we, but trust me. He's <laughs> <laughs> one of my pastimes. Go ahead. And, and so they're wanting to know what to do about it. Do they call the cops? Do they collect all the poop? Take it over to their yard? What do they do? Okay, so let me get straight. You have dog from one yard yep. going into other yard to poop. Yes. <laughs> I love that dog. That is dog after my own heart. Because think about this. That dog is invading other lawn, yard, yeah. and pooping on it. Yeah. Just like I do to Ukraine. I went into Ukraine yard, and there is where I poop. So I see no problem with this whatsoever. But Ukraine fights back. How do we fight back? You. <laughs> Always this one. (laughs) Well, then this is what you must do. 
take take advice from from evil Western countries and sanction. Mm. You know, you sanction maybe steal mail. I don't know. Maybe put poop in the mailbox. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good idea. I, 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 am, oh. I, I, I am Saudi Roadhouse. I am just riffing here. I am riffing. I am riffing. But I must go now. Zanas. Hey, don't try to poop in our yard. We have some drama going on on social media with some celebrities. What, Selena Gomez. We got Haley Bieber and Kylie Jenner. Yes. And Kylie Jenner's losing followers now because of it? Yes, because she's bullying Selena. Well, tell us the scoop. What's going on? Okay, so apparently Selena had taken to social media with TikTok and had she had a mishap. She laminated her eyebrows. What is that? What? So it's a new thing. Like not you new. put your face through a laminating machine? <laughs> Essentially, yes, right? Where they put solution on your eyebrows to make them stick up and stand out pretty, like the way they're supposed to be now, the new style. Well, Selena did it, and she over-laminated them, so they are very spiky and not the way they should be i guess can you unlaminate them no oh so i i I don't know i don't know i don't think so (laughs) but Haley bieber made fun of her about it and they Haley and kylie ended up having a facetime and it was screenshotted about how they were like well did you really accidentally do this and just bullying selena so selena ended up taking a hiatus from TikTok and social media. She's not on there anymore. But before she did, she passed Kylie with followers because everybody stopped following Kylie. Oh my gosh. Yep. She's got like, Selena has now like 383 million oh followers. Gosh. That's so, like almost all of America. I know, right? <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. So this is what females fight about Over now? Over some stupid <laughs> laminated eyebrows that are probably Apparently, fake. Yeah. It's, wow. it's a big deal on TikTok right now. It's all over my For You page. Wow, Summer. What's the steal? So laminating eyebrows, is you like the same kind of thing you do on the bathroom floor? Like that laminate? No, 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 no. So what they do is they put like a solution on your eyebrows and they brush them up and make them stick out and they trim them up and make them look really pretty. And then they put like plastic over them and they have to sit there for a while. Have you ever done it? Uh, No. Are you going to? No. No, I don't think I want to. I have the microbladed eyebrows. Oh. I want to do that. I, I don't have to do anything to my eyebrows. I just get up and come so into work. So you connected them like that? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they will connect if I don't wax them. We were once two eyebrows, but now we're one eyebrow. <laughs> we're like our own wolf pack. All right, it's time for a prank call. Mm-hmm. We're going to prank call our buddy Pooty Poo mm-hmm. in Russia. Yeah. Just because he deserves number. it, you know. It's a long phone number. He gives everybody else a hard time. He does. I'm going to start dialing this number. Let's do it. Plus, maybe if we distract him a little bit, it will deter him away from World Conquer or yeah. whatever he's trying to do. I have no idea. It's been a year now since they invaded Ukraine, so huh. we're going to invade his phone. Why not? Celebrate. Da! Hello, I'm calling about your car's extended warranty. I do not have car. Why bother me? I don't want. I don't want. I don't want. Before you hang up, dial one. I do not want. And would you like to press one for Russian? (laughs) (laughs) Da. Is your refrigerator running? Uh, yes. Well, you better go catch it. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. Da. 
Uh, hi, I'm Bill, calling from the Officers Fraternity of America, looking for donations, and we knew how you've donated in the past. That's another one donation. Leave me alone. Hello? Leave me alone. All it would be is a simple nine ninety nine. a Leave month. Leave me alone, I'll have you killed. We could send you river, rant, river dancing DVDs. Da. Hey, this is Carol from a Russian mortgage company here. Uh, this call is recorded for Quality Assurance. Is there a good number to call if we get... Why call me? I do not... What is this? Mortgage? I do not have mortgage. I own. Leave me alone. Uh, excuse me, uh, but this is an attempt to collect Leave a debt, so... Leave me alone. Hello, this is Susan calling from your American Impress card and a possible fraudulent charges at Dick and Jane's. Who is this? My name is Vladimir Putin. Who has my card? Well, that's what we're trying to figure out, sir. Were you recently at Dick and Jane's? Did you purchase order, some lube? I order online. Uh, my, my girlfriend, who is the most flexible woman in Russia, she likes these sorts of things. What, no, what, what happened? Well, we, apparently there are some fraudulent charges for a gallon of lube, sir. <laughs> I must go now. Looks like we're going to have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Hey, we're calling because you've won tickets for you and your friends to the Monster Trucks. This is KQRXTTTVDWY. I do not want tickets. I do not know what truck. Oh, it's going to be the greatest show in the world. You're going to be sitting down front row with America's greatest monster trucks. I think we've tortured Pooty Poo enough for today. Yeah, we better interact before he overreacts. True. You know, maybe maybe (laughs) just let him know it's us and we're just joking. Sorry, Pooty Poo. We've been giving you a hard time. Who is this? Uh, guess. I am tired of game. Who is this? <laughs> it's Brandon Jones. You realize, you realize, t- you realize, telephone prankster, that I have nuclear weapons. You realize <laughs> this? <laughs> Why do you prank call men who has nuclear weapon? Why? Who? Why do you do this? We thought maybe we could become best friends. Who is this? We could, you know. Take a look at your nuclear weapons. We are at DEFCON 4. Who is this? The, you know, it's the Roadhouse, your favorite beautiful ah, American radio show. He's Roadhouse. Anyway, okay. What was that? <laughs> we, were on, we were on break of war. What can I say? <laughs> well, we're glad to have talked to you back <laughs> at it. <laughs> Ooh, you love my, my air base, yes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are almost vaporized roadhouse. <laughs> uh, well, that wouldn't work out well for nobody. Oh, I must go now. I have busy thing to do. Bye-bye. America! <laughs> hey! It's time to let the cat out. Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Rihanna's going to perform at the Oscars, you guys. Personally, I don't watch the Oscars for singing, though. I watch it for the fighting, don't you guys? Oh, yeah, the slaps. Bruce Willis's wife is working with dementia specialists to learn how to provide better care for Bruce. 
And ever since she started, she says she's actually been able to understand Rob Gronkowski. Laguna Beach, California has banned balloons in public, so I guess Sofia Vergara won't be sunbathing anymore. Dang it. Hope they don't shoot them down. Oof. I heard that Tom Brady wants to be a comedian, you guys. Hmm. Never would have thought that. Yes, he wants to get people to laugh by doing something other than wearing Ugg boots. Did you guys know an asteroid will narrowly miss Earth in 2029? All of these misses make me think God is less than all-powerful being and more like Kirk Cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Ow! Just out of the hands of JJ! Uh, Well... Disney may sell Hulu, you guys. Everyone at the company is desperate for cash. The Little Mermaid just opened an account at OnlyFans. OnlyFans? OnlyFans. And finally, the White House is giving government agencies 30 days to remove Chinese-owned TikTok from all devices. Who's going to tell them that these phones are made in China also? Duh. So are my chopsticks. And that is the cat is out of the bag. It's that time he's running late. Warning, warning. He's coming. What up, Dr. BJ? Come on now. Hey. Hey, What's up, buddy? Jeez. How's it going? Hey, guys. Hey. Why are you shirtless today? The smell. Well, it is March, baby. (laughs) You smell like tuna. I don't know, man. Are those pasties? Your sex panther and whatever tuna sandwich you just got done eating doesn't go well together. I did not eat a sandwich. Uh, No. (laughs) Not yet, anyway. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Should we get going? I'm ready to get through it. Let's go! I just want more. More of what? Never mind. What's the matter? Nothing. I don't know what she wants. I wish he would just figure it out. Good morning. March is in the air. Armadillo's ice cream is now open. (laughs) And that's a perfect first date spot. You know, eat some ice cream, walk downtown, shopping, talking, ice skating, getting to know each other. I know eating ice cream and ice skating seems weird together, but it builds character. (laughs) Also, you can find out a lot about a person by what ice cream or sherbet they order. Are they a flavor of the day or... Maybe just how they feel about their dates, you know? Or is it a grasshopper malt? More of a commitment kind of ice cream. That's what I'm saying. Either way, (laughs) gotta love them or leave them. Ah, If loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right. Dr. BJ. Later, dude. It's story time with Uncle Kevin. Look what you did, you little jerk. Yay! All of my astronaut skills I learned from Major Nelson and Major Healy. All my boating skills I learned from Skipper and Gilligan. All my wabbit-killing skills I learned from Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam. All my evil skills I learned from Boris Badenoff and Natasha Fatal. All my driving skills I learned from Bo and Luke Duke. All my burglar skills I learned from the Wet Bandits. All my military skills I learned from Private Pyle and Sergeant Carter. All my candy-making skills I learned from Lucy Ricardo and Ethel Mertz. All my relationship skills I learned from Ross and Rachel. All my farming skills I learned from Oliver Wendell Douglas and Eb Dawson. And all my bend and snap skills I learned from Elle Woods and Paulette. What's the moral of the story here? Here's an interesting one this week. Our moral of the story story comes from Florida. A Florida lawyer was arrested on accusations that he stole $840,000 from clients. Now, if you stole $840,000, what would you use it for? If I stole it? Yeah. Well, I mean, what would you spend it on? 
oh man, daddy be getting a new car. A you new know? car? Summer? I'd pay off my debt, pay probably, debt. and buy a new house. I don't know. Go on vacation. Go, go to Cancun for a month. Yes. That's what I would do. I'd be debt free. 840 grand. I have a lot of extra money, too. Well, he spent his on drugs, Ubers, and OnlyFans. Well, let's go. Makes sense. He got caught. He was holding on to these clients. Towards the end of their cases, he was not contacting them, ghosting them. And then he was keeping their settlement money. Nah. <laughs> That sucks. Isn't that horrible? I know, but 840 grand is 840 grand. Well, now he's behind bars. Well. And he's barred from the bar. Yeah. That's like a Dr. Seuss book. He's barred from the bar. He will not enter the bar. I know. I don't know. I mean, some call him a criminal. I call him a hero. He's an entrepreneur. What's the moral of the story here? Uh, Take that cash and go to a different state. You can't party where you work. You know, you got to go somewhere else. Do your partying over in Texas or Alabama. Bet you their OnlyFans are fun. Wow. Yeah, I don't know about that. But I think the moral of the story is to probably hide your paper trail, like do a better job at it, because clearly he got caught, so he wasn't doing a good enough job. How do you two sleep at night? Uh, uh, on a pillow? Half naked. <laughs> <laughs> In my underwear? Uh, the moral of the story is you don't cheat. You don't lie to people. You don't steal their money. You become an honest person especially as a lawyer taking care of people. Oh, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Honest and lawyer? I have something creepy to share with you guys. Come at me, bro. Now I'll share a part of the story, and then I want you to decide the outcome of it. Oh, okay. Deal. There's a jacket made of human flesh. Or, B, there's a jacket made of rabbit fur. Okay. Or is the story C, there's a jacket made from beard hair? Oh, let's go beard hair. Option C. Yeah. I mean, the rabbit fur sounds normal, so I don't know about that one. But the beard hair sounds interesting. But also, a skin jacket. Which one would be the easiest? To make? Yeah. Out of, the, out of A and C. I'm going to say the skin jacket, because all you got to do is cut it off. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> is it real skin? Yeah, it's real skin. Yuck. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. Got to keep but it in the refrigerator for more than 12 hours before you wear it out. It is a jacket made of human flesh. This is what the story's about. Yeah. And when I first saw this, I was like, is this a new way to end your life? You know, how you don't have to be buried in a casket anymore. I guess it's an You can organ. be turned into a tree, like you said. You could be... You know, compost. Well, weird little segue. Uh, there is a thing that if you have tattoos, you can get your tattoos cut off of you when you pass away and they frame them. Oh. Yeah, that's what my kids want in their living room. No, thank you. No, <laughs> Property thank you. of Megan Jones right in there. <laughs> Maybe you could be turned into a skin jacket because uh. that's what this guy makes. He's on eBay. His name is The Flesh Crafter. Flesh and he crafter. sells human flesh jackets for seven hundred and twenty bucks. Hmm. Seems a little steep. It does, and they're they're not real skin. Like like I said, I was just joking about oh. that, but still creepy, right? Oh, so yeah. creepy. Why? How'd you like to be known as that guy? You know how there's business owners around town, small. Oh, hey, they own the whatever, right? They own this place, that place. You're like, hey, hey, that's the guy over there. He owns flesh jackets or whatever. Yeah. Like, what? 
he's so cool. You should go to go to see him at his booth at the rally. Yeah, he's exactly got a booth. Where did he come up with this idea? What was he doing when he decided to make flesh jackets? I think he stole the idea from Buffalo Bill. You, you know, the guy so? that said, you know, it puts the lotion on the skin or it gets the hose again. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to have to lotion someone else's skin. Yeah. What if that was how you had to maintain that jacket was you had to lotion it up it all comes the time? with a jug of Lubiderm. Yeah. <laughs> It comes in many different scents. Yeah. Maybe instead of Lubriderm, what's that, aquifer? You got like a whole like Sam's Club size aquifer you got to pump up aquifer? on this thing. Is that what it's called? Aquifer? Oh, four? Because it's for your skin jacket? I don't know. <laughs> Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.